Hi, welcome to Mundane Stories. My name is Vinod and in this fortnightly podcast, I present real stories of ordinary people drawn from the humdrum of everyday life. This episode revolves around a simple tribal woman whom I encountered a few decades ago in a very small town in central India. It happened decades ago, but I still remember the unforgettable experience as though it was yesterday. I had come to the small town in central India because I was transferred and asked to take charge of a bank branch in that place. There was very little information available. Remember, those were pre-internet days. But I was young and adventurous and the allure of the unknown made me ignore advice from well-wishers that it was a very remote, backward area. After reaching the place, I discovered that there were no hotels there. The incumbent branch manager said that I ought to have contacted him before coming so that it could have all been worked out properly. But now that I had landed up, he suggested that he could vacate his house and make it available for me to occupy. But it would take two to three days at least. He suggested that for now I could stay overnight in the rear portion of the bank premises. Then in the morning I could leave and return after two or three days to take charge. That seemed to be the only available alternative now. And so I accepted it and decided to stay on for the night. Before I retired for the night, the security guard came to assure me that he would be available all night in case I needed something. He also assured me that there shouldn't be any problem, although I should be careful about a cobra snake that was often spotted in that portion of the building. Never harmed anybody till today, he assured. I nodded with a smile. After all, my father was a brave military officer who believed that there was nothing to fear other than fear itself, and that fear was something to be conquered at the earliest. I guess that kind of upbringing and influence was working when I smiled and told the guard that it shouldn't be a big deal. I don't now remember whether I slept properly, but there were sounds that kept me awake off and on. It could have been a rat or a lizard, or it could even have been the cobra. But finally, it turned out to be an otherwise uneventful night when nothing actually happened. The next morning I left the place as I took a few days off. When I returned to take charge of the branch, the old incumbent's house was now vacant. I settled down in the small house and plunged into my work. Once I took complete charge of the new branch and met all the staff and key customers, I got into the usual work routine. It was about two months later that I remembered the cobra that was said to be on the premises. I asked the staff, and one or two of them said that they too had heard that there was indeed a cobra on the premises, 
and that it was potted in a room where all the old boxes and outdated stationery were piled up. I asked the guard why nothing was being done about it. He just smiled and said it had not harmed anybody. And besides, the local tribal families respect the snake a lot. I decided to talk to the tribal families living in the vicinity. They were all mostly illiterate, doing odd jobs to survive and very poor. I approached one family where the woman seemed to be articulate enough to start a conversation. I am coming from the bank. I am the manager. I came recently, I told her. Somebody told me that they had seen a nag samp, which means cobra snake in Hindi, in the bank. You stay in the vicinity. Did you see any snake coming out from that building? Yes. The woman replied, When? When did you see it? I asked. So many times, she replied, seemingly not bothered by the presence of a poisonous snake. Okay, good. Now that you have confirmed it, let me assure you that we will do something to get rid of it. You don't have to worry. What will you do? She seemed to be curious. Well, get somebody to catch it or kill it. Please don't do that, Sahib Ji, the woman pleaded. It'll be a big sin. After all, it is a nag. But what if it bites somebody? You, me, somebody at the bank? Oh, it won't bite. Unless we go to harm it, the woman assured. Look, when you suddenly find the snake coming towards you, don't you get afraid? I asked. No, she replied. What do you do then? Nothing. We just halt and stand where we are and do namaste by pressing our hands and bowing in respect. What does the snake do? It goes away from the other side quietly. We don't disturb it and so the nag also doesn't disturb us. Always? Yes, always, she assured with a confident smile and added, The Nag is divine. Don't we do puja on Nag Panchami? Why will the Nag harm us? We have seen that it comes out and wanders only to hunt for rats. In nearby villages, we heard stories of people getting bitten by Nagsam, but that is only because they get scared and attack or try to trap the Nag. And it is then that they bite to defend themselves against us. If we stand still and do namaste to pay our respects, we don't have to worry. I often remember that tribal woman because she was so relaxed and smiling while being aware of the problem and how to deal with it in an attitude of live and let live. What she said is largely in sync with what the experts who have studied the cobra say. But it is also true that the cobra is responsible for the highest number of snake bite fatalities in India. So is the cobra responsible? Or is it our lack of awareness and fear that causes the fatalities? Or the fact that poor people may not have access or are unaware about the anti-venom serum that can save lives? 
I am not sure. What do you think? This was yet another day that led me to believe that the ordinary humdrum day can at times be more extraordinary than what we expect or is doubted to be extraordinary. Do you think so? Well, that was the story of a simple tribal woman on a very ordinary day in a town in central India. I hope you liked it. The intro and outro music in this podcast is Sweet Morning Hip Hop by Osinth Background Music at dreamstime.com and the artist is Oren Pierre Louis. The background music used is Inner Reflection by Mark Coromines at dreamstime.com. Please leave your review which will help guide me when I plan future episodes. Goodbye. Stay safe. Take care.